Welcome to Confessions of a Closet Romantic, a sweet and sexy break in your day where I curate the best romantic TV shows, rom-coms, movies, and sometimes books on a different theme each episode around romance, connection, sex, and love. This is Poppy, and in today's episode, I take a quick look at love at first sight. If you are a regular listener, you know I am not a snob about romantic tropes. (laughs) Not at all. The crazier, the better for me. When done well, they're the reason we tune into romance why romantic stories are so comforting and satisfying. You can count on things ending happily. You know the couple's going to get together at the end, even if there's a lot of drama in between the meet-cute and the happy ever after. You just don't know exactly how it's going to happen. And that is where the fun and pleasure is. We know these tropes inside and out, don't we, romance fans? Don't mess with us. (laughs) But in skillful, respectful hands, all of the expected beats are hit, but with imagination. Every single moment clicks into place with a satisfying thunk in your heart as you watch. I mean, let's face it, some romances are a bit tropey paint by numbers. Hello, Hallmark. But all that it takes to revitalize and refresh a trope is a slight twist on expectations, a smart script, beautiful production values to set the mood, and in this one I'm talking about today, one bright, sparkly, perfectly scrubbed modern London, and a pair of leads with hot chemistry who dig deep and create sincere emotional moments. And that brings us to love at first sight. December 20th is the worst day of the year to travel through John F. Kennedy International Airport. Over 193,000 passengers arrive and depart that day, causing on average 23-minute delays at check-in and a peak wait time of 117 minutes at security. But of all the passengers inconvenienced on this inconvenient day, it is the story of only one that matters. Because today, that passenger is late. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Hadley Sullivan is about to miss her flight to London by four minutes. Wait, please, come here. I'm sorry, miss. You're too late. There are 367 souls aboard flight TA-5120, 412 pieces of luggage, 344 personal items, four emotional support animals, and 62 neck pillows. Together, these passengers will travel for six hours and 47 minutes, all without Hadley. Some might say it's bad luck to miss one's flight by four minutes, or you might prefer to think that everything happens for a reason. But for Hadley, those four minutes won't be unlucky at all. Because very soon, a girl and a boy will meet and it will change everything. But just to be clear, this isn't a story about love. This is a story about fate. Or statistics. 
really just depends on who you're talking to. Okay, that title is like a word salad for search engine optimization, like most Hallmark movie titles. <laughs> and I don't exactly love it. But don't let that put you off because the acting and the production values, the plot and script of this movie are really heartwarming, mildly funny and sexy, but also thought provoking at times because of the performances. So in a break from my usual spoiler filled episodes, I'm not going to include a ton of clips this time because it could ruin a touching emotional spoiler at the center of this plot. It's telegraphed a bit in the movie, so many of you will probably pick up on it quickly, <laughs> but I don't usually. And for me, the gentle and sad confirmation of it still brought tears to my eyes, and I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Okay, memoir anecdote time. If you've listened to the podcast, before, you know that I met my British ex-husband years ago at the dawn of the computer age when we became pen pals, like exchanging letters on airmail paper. He was in London, I was in the U.S. Commence many hours spent in airports longing for him while flying back and forth from London to the U.S. I mentioned in my episode on the musical Cyrano that I've fallen in love with a wonderful man in the UK, my gorgeous Brit 2.0, who is quite the upgrade. <laughs> Hi, Bingley. <laughs> he will be flying to see me in the new year, and I can barely wait. So, a romance that starts with a meet-cute in an airport between a British man and an American woman waiting to fly to London one of my favorite cities in all the world, hits all of my sweet spots. Okay, let's start with the absolutely adorable, wonderful leads in this movie, who basically make the whole thing for me. The movie stars Haley Lou Richardson. She was in White Lotus and Jane the Virgin as Hadley and Ben Hardy from Bohemian Rhapsody and The Woman in White. Oh, Loved him in that as Oliver. They're both flying to London for different reasons and both miss their flights. And we know why that happens, don't we? <laughs> so the inevitable but adorable meet cute could happen. Okay, yeah. One business class ticket to London, please. Thank you. Thanks. Sorry. Oh, it's dead. So that's why it's open. Of course it is. Well, um, never mind, nothing. Thank you. Borrow mine if you want. This, as you may have guessed, is the boy, Oliver Martin-Jones, 22 years old, 1.8 metres tall. He is on time 94% of the time, which is coincidentally the average battery life on his mobile phone. He too has always been afraid of three things. Germs, 
the dark and surprises. Here is the scroll. The scroll. On which is writ every man's name that is thought fit in all. At the moment, it's still localized. With the right cause of treatment, our chances are very good. These things aren't always predictable. It was then that Oliver decided he'd never be surprised like that again. Everything in our lives is now measured by big data, our social connections, our buying habits, even our daily steps. That means that eventually, one day, everything in our lives will be predictable. You know, there's always some things that will catch us by surprise. <laughs> Not if we have enough data. When you're afraid of surprises, it can seem better to leave nothing to chance. Or mine if you want. That is, until you meet an American girl with a dead phone battery. Sorry, I don't uh, share electronics till the third date. Okay, no, I suppose it is quite intimate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm done if you want to use it. Oh, uh, thanks. I... <laughs> Battery keeps dying. It probably just needs a service. Phone batteries, they have a finite number of charging cycles. You like a tech bro or? Um, maths geek. I'm studying statistics at Yale. Wow. Subtle status drop there. <laughs> British, you know, I can't help myself. <laughs> I'm Oliver, by the way. As in twist. And they say Americans are uncultured. Oh, we definitely are. I'm just a Dickens fan. I'm Hadley. What is that? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What are you studying, Dickens Fran Hadley? English lit? I'm undecided. It's not like I woke up one morning and was like, oh, I'm going to be a tax law attorney. <laughs> Does that happen to anyone? Tax attorneys, probably. <laughs> Where are you headed? Uh, London. You? Same. Yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm supposed to be in the air currently, but I missed my flight by four minutes. So. I'd say it was fate, but you probably chose to be four minutes late. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I was going to go get some food. Do you want to come with? Is that like a third date thing for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, food would be great. Ordinarily, Hadley's perpetual tardiness and uncharged phone led her to get into trouble. Today, it led her to Oliver. Are you heading home for the holidays? I assume that London is your home. Yeah, I, to be honest, I'd rather stay here. I don't want to get behind on my research. What are you researching? Percentage of Americans who miss their flights. Hmm. Hilarious. Very funny. But in perfect romance trope fashion, they both end up on the same flight, naturally. And this is what happens because, of course, and it's all delicious. Excuse me, miss. Yes, sir. I think my seatbelt's broken. Oh, may I? Oh, no. Stay. You're right. Oh, dear. What? You can't fly without a working seatbelt. No, I have to be on this flight. It's a safety issue. Is there somewhere else I can I... sit? I'll strap myself into cargo if I have to. Sit tight, lovely. I'll see if we can move you. Thank you. Mom, hi. I missed my flight. 
but I got on the next one, so everything's fine. Um, I'll call you when I land, okay? I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for this. Oh, honestly, it's nothing. Look, technically, we're not supposed to move from economy to business, but um, today just happens to be your lucky day. Hadley? Oliver. What are you... My seatbelt's broken. They have to move me. I'm sorry. Do you two know each other? Yeah. Sort of, um... And I guess this really is your lucky day. Well, this is unexpected. I would have thought you'd seen it coming, Mr. Predictive Analytics. All right, okay, very good. Well done. Hmm. Do you always get PJs? I'm, I've actually never flown business either. Do you mind if I... Oh, thank you. Wipe you down, uh, not uh, like that. 29% of airplanes are not cleaned thoroughly. I made that one up. <laughs> Over the next six hours and 47 minutes, Hadley Sullivan and Oliver Jones will fall in love. But then, 18 minutes after they land, they'll be separated in a crowd and never see each other again. Well, that's unless they get each other's name or number or email. Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. There's loads of options, really. never seen anyone leave my life before. Well, then you're very lucky to be sitting next to me. Oh, you mean in general? And in case of an emergency. Right, because if we crash land into the pond, then all five foot, nothing of you is going to pick me up and carry me out a bit. Well, you know that the chances of this plane crashing are like one in five and a half million. But you're more likely to die in your ride home from the airport. Can we not talk about dying right now? Sorry. It's okay. Dogs. Dogs aren't creepy. Okay, what's your favorite number? Um, two. You? Hi. It's the imaginary unit. It's the square root of negative one. Wow. <laughs> You're such a nerd. Maybe. But I think it's working. What, you being charming? No, me distracting you. Good to know that you think I'm charming, though. 
of the seatbelt light, so please feel free to move around the cabin. In a few moments, the flight attendants will be passing around Thank the you for cabin that. to offer you hot no or drinks. I'll get that for you. Oh, thank you, young man. Okay. You've got a good one there. Thanks. How'd you two meet? Actually, uh, we... It was at uh, an airport, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, see, um, her phone was dead, so I gallantly offered her my charger. We started chatting. One thing led to another. And he's been charging my batteries ever since. <laughs> oh, good for you two. Hadley, I would have grabbed his hand too. <laughs> oh, these two falling in love in that intimate twilight that is a plane cabin with all of its lights off. Oh, they're both going to London for very emotional events, but only one is revealed to the other. You know that phone numbers are going to be exchanged and then those numbers are going to be put into phones that are lost or broken so that we can get the inevitable rushing around a beautiful city, breathless, with many tube and cab changes, running around a historic city, magically scrubbed clean in a tool bridesmaid gown, jean jacket, and sneakers to find that one person that you feel fate has plopped directly into your life. This movie is an adaptation of the YA romance The Statistical Probability of Love at First Sight by Jennifer E. Smith, which means that it's going to be sweet, but they've managed to also make it heartwarming and gently sexy, but never manipulative. The narrator, played by Jamila Jamil, also appears in various roles at the exact right time as a kind of guardian angel for these two, commenting on the action and giving them a gentle push. And it's such a delightful conceit. Oliver and Hadley are smart and charming, but also vulnerable as they find their way through college and these challenging family situations. Their chemistry is intoxicating. You absolutely want to know what's going to happen from the first two minutes of this movie. It's an everlasting gobstopper of rom-com tropes. You've got the kind of four weddings and a funerals vibe, a going back home to celebrate or mourn a threshold experience trope, the cross-cultural perennial favorite, English guy falls in love with American girl, and vice versa. Oh, love that one, Natch. There is the messy divorce and sick relative plot catalysts. There is a following your fate, having the bravery to do so, if only you recognize it. Cue the guardian angel, done in such a clever way. I think this movie works because of the chemistry between the leads and the whole ensemble cast. The UK just seems to have a corner on warm, funny, affectionate performers who can make a movie grow its heart five times larger, and that's exactly what happens here. It's enough to make you believe in fate contained only in airports, the authentic connections brought out in airport lounges, and the faith that a man who cares enough to pull out his Clorox wipes for you distract anxious you at takeoff, hold your hand, 
and put on a Shakespearean costume to celebrate the life of a loved one is the one you've been waiting for. Hey, I believe, and this sweet little confection of a movie made me believe even more. And maybe it will do the same for you. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would appreciate it if you would share this episode from your podcast app and tell a few friends about it. For more information and show notes, visit confessionsofaclosetromantic.com. You know, if I could fly around the world and visit every one of my listeners, hanging around airport lounges wouldn't seem so bad. Thank you.